SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. days a week 52 weeks a year don't believe us never turn us off you'll see keep listening to the sports grid radio network live from sin city vegas baby vegas it's vegas sportsbook radio with brian blessing don't assume anything you're starting from scratch that was last year's team. This team, we can't assume that we know anything. We have to go back to the beginning, start all over, listen in the meetings, and learn more from the film we have from last year. I feel like we have a special opportunity. You know, I was down in Austin with Bake and seeing him a few times since then, just kicking it, hanging out. And uh, it's just something that feels special about this team, something that feels special. I thought that Prescott had the best day of practice that I've seen since he's been a Dallas Cowboy uh, yesterday. I thought that's the best day I've seen him practice. So that's that's great. I think the biggest thing, and I, I can't speak for Aaron and, and the Packers, but I think the biggest thing when you look as an outsider, it's all about communication. It's all about respecting each other uh, as a human being um, and communicating with each other. For me and the Chiefs, I feel like if we just keep this open line of communication like we have uh, from top down, there'll never be a problem. Uh, so I think it just comes to the culture that we build here of communicating with each other and respecting each other as, as people. Uh, some pretty big names in there. Into a trivia contest? Name that voice? I think I got most. I got most of them too. Jerry Jones, Mahomes, Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham talking about Mayfield. Football, man, it's coming. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. Thrilled to be with you. Series 204 Sports Group Radio Network. Chris Bavona is our producer back in New York. Should we say hi to Chris to start the week? Why not? How you doing, Chris? I'm good, fellas. And the other guy was Bruce Arians. Oh, ah, thank you. Thank you. You know, he I'm was the first. Oh, Mahomes surprised me a little. Is that – will Rodgers hear that and go, hey, what are you doing getting in my business? Rodgers is playing with the Packers. Stop. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, 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 mean I know. He, he can be a little surly, right? So if he hears yeah. that, is that, you know – would, would that might that upset him? Might he have something no. to say? To, okay. And then, and then, you, then you, now you got him and Devontae Adams, you know, doing the last dance thing. So Adams is, you know, not signing a free agent deal. Talk with him was the Raiders, right? He's former college teammates with Derek Carr. Correct. Yeah, Fresno State, my alma mater. Go dogs. Um, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll tell you if if this if that does come apart at the Packers, Adams Adams is a big, not as big as Rodgers. That would be for anybody who needs a wide receiver. Oh my lord, Devontae Adams. Sure, 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 sure. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Vegas, if you watch the news, Lake Mead is like a pond now, and. I guess we did our part to help fill that thing up in the last 24 hours for a place that never gets rain. They call this monsoon season around here. 
And it's pretty wild that last year didn't happen a lot. But, I mean, we had to get two inches of the rain last night and then this morning. I mean, it was buckets of water, flash flood warnings, and the we need the rain, but do we need it all in 15 hours? Uh, well, that's what happens in, in monsoon season here. So, um, like you say, it didn't happen that much last year, but it, it's kind of it's kind of normal. Did you see the the lightning bolt that hit the uh, stratosphere? stratosphere. That, it's a good thing they've got a rod up there. It's like was it Lee Trevino? Was that the famous yes. line? Lee, yeah. Lee Trevino? Yep. And it hold hold up a one iron. Even God can't hit a one iron. Yeah. And and yet Lee got <laughs> hit. <laughs> yeah. No. The what are the odds of that? Some guy or lady is driving. If I was looking at that, I'm assuming they were kind of on the 95, looking at the angle of it, and happened to be filming, of all things, the stratosphere when it got hit. Yeah. I, it got back-to-back. It got hit twice. There uh, were power outages around here. Oh, well, that's our thing. And back in the Northeast, I mean, you're dealing with like, rain. I mean, it's been nothing but rain in the Northeast. All right. Speaking of Here's golf. your weather reporter. <laughs> oh, we're not gonna, let's do the golf in a little while. Uh, that was insane. I got to get a life. But I like it. I mean, I'm entertained. I've watched two, like, road bike races, the men's and women's road bike races over the weekend. It took, like, you know, what are, those are long. Those yeah. are like six hours. I watched the triathlon last night. I mean, archery, swimming. But I've been really smart. I'm not watching USA basketball. And that makes you smart how? Because they stink. Okay. <laughs> no, but I, I love the Olympics. I, I feel horrible. You look at this and you think about this. They built all these stadiums and arenas and basically nobody's there. But I love it. I To me... And thankfully, they have a, a way to make a living now. And then many of those off-the-wall sports, there's professionals in there. So they make money. But for the most part, they're playing for their country in an Olympic medal. And I've always found it enjoyable. And I'm enjoying it. My DVR's not. It doesn't I do got about for 2% me what it left. used to. When, when, when I was a kid, Franz Klammer, Mark Spitz, uh you know, the list goes on. Miracle on Ice. Miracle on Ice. All that stuff is very cool. I can't get into it this year. I just Good job on Franz Klammer. Thank you. Well, that was that was. We'll exciting. talk about it. Yeah. Hey, we're off to the race. It's a brand new week. Hour number two, Dennis Bernstein from TheFourthPeriod.com is going to check in. What a wild weekend in the NHL. We're just off to the races, and we're glad you're with us on Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Took you long enough to get here, Sporto. Now that you found us, keep SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
Football, the goal line. Baseball, home plate. Basketball, the net. Sports talk right here. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. So that's my excuse. And I, I sell it pretty good at home to my wife. What are you doing? Oh, I'm watching the U.S. soccer game. What are you doing? I'm watching the road race. What's on? What are you doing now? Like, sports, sports, sports. I'm working. <laughs> Right? I mean, you got to watch this stuff. No, I, I get it. You read about it, I guess. But. You're a fantastic salesman. Full marks to you. The U.S. soccer team, the CONCACAF Gold Cup, they played Jamaica last night. And I don't know what the deal is. It's, a, it's an elimination game. It's a quarterfinal game. Unless I was missing something, that lineup looked significantly Different. Like it was a bunch of guys thrown in there and not a lot of the best guys, but I don't know. They scored like late, five minutes to go, survived, advanced to the semi. So I was watching that. I swear to you, there's some things I just don't understand. And there's two of them we'll talk about. One's in golf. But it's a soccer thing. Everybody does. The passing backwards into high danger areas is befuddling to me. You know, okay, I got into the Euro Cup and I'm watching all that. And I'm watching this thing last night and it's like, what are you doing? Kick it to the other end of the field. And then they're like, passing. And, and oh, by the way, the field, they were playing in Jerry's world. So it was grass. You know, it wasn't turf, or, but the ball was taking all kinds of weird bounces. So on top of it, you're not getting true bounces, and passes were hard to catch cleanly and do something with it. And I'm watching the U.S. They're going backwards all the time, backwards, back. Go the other way. The bad things happen at the other end of the field. You're, you know, for the other team. What do you? I mean, 20 seconds into the game, they did. They passed it right in front of their own net. The guy missed it. And Jamaica got the, a better chance to score than the U.S. had when they scored. I, I, it's a soccer thing. I, it, it's befuddling the, to the me. The U.S. was passing it backwards, too? More than they were doing it. Jamaica wow. was attacking the whole game. Okay. I, then I, U.S. was going backwards the whole game. Then I don't understand. Unless, unless a tie, they would advance or something. So no, it was just their attack. It was like this possession. We've got it. Well, great. You're doing nothing with it. Jamaica was dangerous when they had it. They were coming at you in transition. It's a soccer thing. I'm not sitting there dropping an anvil in the U.S. soccer team. They won the game. I don't understand it. Then, full disclosure, a week removed from the Open Championship, I needed a break. And I, and, and I, and I, I love golf. I just mentally wanted to shut down four days, morning, noon, and night watching the Open. So the 3M Championship didn't really light my candle. 
I golfed Saturday. That was good. And then I'm like, you know, I'm watching the Olympics and a bunch of other stuff and maybe calm before the football storm. But I put the golf on. Figured I'll catch the last three, four holes. Well, I don't know how fast they were playing because usually, I guess Eastern time, it's usually on three to six. Here it's noon to three. Correct. So I put the golf on at about two, ten, two fifteen, and Champ had just made the par putt on seventeen. I'm like, wow. Well, actually, that's what it was. He wasn't in the final group. That's why it was happening earlier. Right. So. He comes to the 18T, and I had not seen, but I'm listening to the answers, the previous few holes. He's got a two-shot lead, water on the right. It's a par five. Honest to God, this guy almost Jean Vandeveld himself. <laughs> Is that a verb? Can you make that yeah. a verb? Yeah. Like, what do you – the announcer's are like, why is he pulling the big stick? I mean – why are they even considering? Then the caddy goes up to him. Uh, the caddy's going to try, you know, common sense, uh, cooler heads, going to talk him out of it. No. And I guess what compounded the problem had been, and I did not see this, but they said it, that the previous three holes, I think he was hitting, like a, it was a two iron or a three iron or something. Yeah. He's hitting an iron off the tee and piping it. Mm-hmm. And... The most famous one where a guy didn't know where he stood was Jesper Parnovic. Jesper Parnovic came to the 18th. He had a, a major, I think it was an open, and didn't know where he stood and blew it. And I just, I double take myself every time anybody says, well, did you know where you stood? And why wouldn't you want to know where you stand? It dictates what you're supposed to exactly. do. So he hits driver into this ridiculous thick clump. I mean, not even 70 yards left of the fairway. Under trees, water behind him, hits it, and he's still short of the fairway, has to lay up again. So he's got to hit the green in two putt. He flushes a wedge. And, it, you know, it looks like nothing. But I shake my head at stuff. Like, he literally tried to give that tournament away. Well, the CBS announcers kept saying, does he know what the score is? And I'm thinking to myself. There are for, scoreboards everywhere. Yeah, first of all, he should know. Second of all, if I'm his caddy and That's, I'm going to make 20%, I, I, I would about punch the guy in the neck well, for grabbing I, the driver. What are you? And he, would, are, and he would know what the score is if I'm his caddy. Uh, let me tell you something. What are you, like the president of the caddies union? I'm just saying. What caddies making 20%? They're not making 20%. They make 5%. They make 5 Yeah. Oh, I thought they made 20 All right. Yeah. Well, 5% of a million is a nice pay. Okay. So, yeah, whatever it is. And they, they may probably, they probably have a standard the rate, and then the guy maybe tips them, you know, but it's not 20 Okay. So, what, what, but it's still a lot of change. I'm, I'm sorry I got it wrong. But at 5%, again, that's my paycheck. That guy is going to know what the score is. He's going to know he's two shots ahead, and I want him to use... Uh, but he know. literally would only pull that club out if he thought he needed to make birdie. Correct. Which he didn't. He got a two-shot lead at that point. All he needed to do was get a bogey. Yeah, absolutely. And and as you said, w- water's right there on, on the right. Well, I mean, it, just 
Don't do that. Final group, Gary Woodland. I mean, it was decided by the time Woodland got there, had Champ messed up. Woodland hammers it right in the water. That was a tough driving hole. It was. I, 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 yeah, I, I, I just said you shake your head. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Could not believe how you it could now. let that happen, but good for him. I mean, sure, there's a you know good young player, and I mean, yeah, shooting holes at the guy, he's got the last laugh. Yeah, but it, but the point is, boy, you, you would hope you learn from that mistake. You would hope <laughs> somebody will do it again. You watch. We've seen it before. It, it was it a train wreck. It was it literally cars were uncoupling and flipping over. Yeah. Well, I was going nuts. And oh, by the way, I guess he was extremely, again, I jumped in late in the party, a uh, buddy of ours, Dave, texted me, you watching the golf? And I'm like, I knew something was up. And that he was like really dehydrated. Like, and he was sick and nauseous and uh, during the round. Oh, I didn't notice that. Oh, it was real okay. bad. But to the point where I never even thought of this. It was like, what if? What if, you know, it was worse than being dehydrated? Like if he, a yeah. certain thing was yeah, happening? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then, and then afterwards, that test comes out. If I'm John Rom, I'm like calling, calling my lawyer. You see Rom's got it again now? Is that right? He had, to, he had to pull out of the Olympics. Well, there's a lot of that going around the NFL, and that's a big topic of discussion. We're off to the races on a Monday. Glad to be with you. Series 204 Sports Crew Radio Network. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot, Chris Bavona. Keep it right here, Vegas Sportsbook Radio. What is the winning edge? SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Sportsbook Radio, Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot, Chris Bavona, our outlandishly talented producer back in here. What are you laughing for? <laughs> outlandish. I said, Chris, I'm saying something nice about you. And Steve starts laughing. I just outlandishly talented is not a normal description of someone who is talented. Is that not a comment? Or a, a positive wasn't that nice? I take all compliments in any any way, shape, or form. Thank no you. No grain of salt. It was meant it. It was all right. Outlandishly. You're fabulous. You're trying to dig yourself out of a hole. Oh. All right. Dennis Bernstein, the fourth period.com, is going to join us in our second hour. And we'll recap what went down in the NHL. When we last spoke Friday from Sunset Station, we were getting ready for the NHL draft, expecting. Massive deals with first-round picks moving, and it didn't happen. It was the kind of a draft thing. The big deal came Friday. I mean, at Friday night after the draft ended, and then it was 
I don't know what the covert operation was in Florida and Buffalo. Sam Reinhart went for a conditional first-round pick and Devin Levy, a goalie prospect. Well, we can't talk about it. Pardon me? It's midnight. Yeah, what do you mean you can't talk about it? Anyway, it comes out the next day. Free agency is in a couple of days. you got qualifying offers. A deadline is out there today, so all the teams are extending qualifying offers to all the guys that are RFAs, or you lose them. There was a piece of news today. One of the bigger names on the market, potentially the UFA market, well, Dougie Hamilton's still out there. Landeskog's possibly going to hit the market. There are many, many, many others. A defenseman who was going to possibly get a real nice payday, six-plus elsewhere, Alec Martinez, Reportedly assigned a three-year, $15 million contract, five per year. And we're here. We're on the front lines of this. We've said this from day one. It's an appealing market to play in. The players love it. They love living here. They love playing here. They love the no state tax more than anything. So making five here is like making 5.9 in two-thirds of the league. So, okay, Vegas locks up Martinez today. Eichel still hasn't been traded. Deals could kick in before free agency because once teams start signing free agents, that ship has sailed. Okay, we spent our money here. So it's going to remain a volatile week here, a couple of days in the NHL. I believe there'll be several possibly significant deals. Owen Power, the defenseman from Michigan, went number one overall. I got to tell you, Stevie, if the Michigan Wolverines hockey games are on TV, that's must see TV. Yeah. I mean, Matt, Matty Berniers goes to, to Seattle. I mean, and then they're all over the place. Like four or five of them went like very high in the draft. And Vegas's top round pick, Brisson, first round pick last year, is still playing at Michigan. I mean, I don't know what would their regular season points be in the NHL. It's a joke, but, <laughs> but I mean, no, but I mean that's a heck of a team. It is. It's it's a uh, yeah. I'm 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 going to be trying to find them uh, on on the internet uh, this season. They'll be they'll be a fun watch. Um, Florida Panthers, I, I kind of like what they did over the weekend. Sam Bennett signed a four-year deal. He signed and, today. So and, they end Ryan up Hart. with, here's the irony, uh, the year escapes me. I get him fine. Uh, it's like around 2015, 14 maybe. Sam Reinhart, well, Aaron Eckblad went number one in the draft. Sam Reinhart went number two in that draft. Sam Bennett went number four in that draft. They've got one, two, and four from the draft five years ago. Wow. I, 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 I love Bennett's game, too. Yeah. It, it's not flash. It is just nasty. Yeah. No, I, I like what they're doing there. Uh, Ovechkin, reportedly, the, the, the GM came out in Washington, I think, yesterday and said that he expects to get the deal done with Ovechkin uh, before Wednesday. Uh, when he would become a free agent, um, Jarmel, uh, Jarmelson retired. I, I, I'm I'm really surprised. I 
there probably are some underlying injuries here or something, but but Calvert and uh, and now Jarmelson, uh, who has uh, three cups with the Chicago and, and has played the last four years in Arizona, uh, retired. I, I, again, a, a guy that I really liked his game. So Friday, I was like, as a frustrated Saber fan who still, you know, is passionate about it and watches it, and I'm optimistic. I. I could be crazy. I mean, I, I love where they're going. There's a lot of kids and grow up and get good. It's just another start over. But of the kids that are there, I think there's hope. I think there'll be still be maybe a mini dumpster fire here this year, but not as bad as some people think. But I was like doing a cartwheel that Philly gave up a gave up the country store for Rasmus Rista line, and that trade was nuts. Yeah, Buffalo got more for Ristolainen than they got for Sam Reinhardt. In in, yeah, I mean they did. I mean they got the 14th pick of the draft, and a player that maybe can play for them. Uh, they got so, they got more for Ristolainen than they got for Hall. But well, again, Hall's again, a, we, know, we know why. Well, Hall, Hall's a rental. That was a rental. That's a nothing burger. That's like you're you're trading a guy who's going to play for a month. And, That's and, why. And Hall forced them into a corner. Well, he wanted, yeah, he forced where he went. But actually, that now that you think that return isn't as hideous as we thought it was, because I think the Bjork kid's good and they got a second round pick, but neither here nor there. But Seth Jones, how about the Blackhawks? Yeah. Yeah. N- n- nice pickup by them. So they, uh, so Duncan Keith is gone. He goes up to uh, Edmonton, and uh, and his replacement will be Seth Jones. Again, a, a, a pretty significant price tag, but a really good top-notch defenseman. And then Jones, were you shocked by this? Jones gets $9.5 million. Mm-hmm. Were you shocked that McCarr signed for nine? I had, I, you know, I hadn't thought of it that way. I, if you had your druthers today, I'd rather. And I am, I am not knocking Seth Jones. You're correct. But if you had your druthers, who do you want? Yeah, I want my car. So, I, I didn't. You know, Brian, I hadn't really thought of it that way. But that that is a little surprising that Jones would get more. Well, I'm dumb, but I ain't stupid. Although Vegas signing Martinez today, to me, again. Riley Smith's a no-brainer to me because one year, $5 million left. I mean, you can make him a rental at the deadline, or you can extend him. I don't know if they got the money to extend him, so I don't know that he. you would think he'd be a name that's out there. And we know who would want him. But I swear to you, I can't help but go Oliver Stone here. If Vegas was in on Eichel... If Landeskog does hit the open market, and if McCarr just got nine, right? Mm-hmm. You think Landeskog's getting nine? That's what he wants. Yeah, they're offering six. If you're Vegas, do you not jump in? Now you're gonna have to move guys out of here. Correct. But if you're Vegas, we just told you why Martinez signed here. If you give Landeskog seven. That's like making 8.3 in Colorado or somewhere else. Yeah. Right? Yes. You fit you fix a need here and you hurt your main yeah. danger for the next 4 years. 
Yeah. I would at least kick the tires oh, on sure. it. Oh, sure. I Can can Vegas already – does Colorado have the rights and, and they can only talk to him at this point or can other teams yes. talk to him? Okay. He's not hit the market yet. Okay. Free agency is Wednesday. All right. All right. As of Wednesday, anybody can talk to him. Okay. It would not surprise me at all if, if he got a phone call from City National uh, on Wednesday. And people around here be driving off the highway, but Elliot Friedman, now nothing came of it, but Elliot Friedman reported. And the fact that this discussion is out there, now does that mean teams were calling and inquiring or Vegas is trying to figure out, can we do $12 million worth of goalies again? And Friedman reports, but Jersey, there were deals that fell through, but they were reportedly Leonard to Jersey, and the other one was Flurry to Chicago. Well, look, if you're, you know, if we're thinking about Landeskog, they probably are already thinking about Landeskog. And so if you can get that done, as you have said, somebody's got to go. So, it, you know, it's one of the two goalies or it's Smith, or it's both, to get Landeskog in here. And I wonder if Seattle isn't actually a sneaky player in free agency. Yeah. Yeah. They got a boatload of cap space. The, you know, it's an expansion team. Right. But they didn't make a boatload of deals. And a, and a number of these guys are going to get moved at some point. Again, the floor, but maybe, maybe you can... Through the sales pitch, guys want to go up there, and or they could be the third player in a deal to, to buy some, uh, you know, some some guy's contract. Fun Monday, Vegas Sportsbook Radio, Sirius Two Hundred Four, the Sports Grid Radio Network. We are the first 24-hour network giving you the most extensive fantasy sports and odds coverage of all. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Possibilities. Now, are you really going to pass all that up? This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. is clearly the theme of the day with our rejoins from Chris Bavona. I mean, do you have driving the point home? It's Monday and the weekend is behind us. The work's well, come. Between the Olympics and, and everybody getting back in the NFL, everybody's back to work now. Mm. No, we're going to get to work because football's coming. Camps are open. Hey, but breaking news. Houston's thinking of trading Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I'm reading that report. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> no, let's build the franchise around the guy. I guess the Eagles are the one they say if he gets moved, and, and they want an army for the guy. 
I don't know how you know, Houston has any you know, leverage in this. The NFL still hasn't said anything to Watson whether or not he's going to be placed on paid leave. You can't imagine they let him play. No, 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 he's, he's not going to play. So it, it is a bizarre situation in that he has to report so that his salary doesn't get mm-hmm. cut, but they don't want him there because he's not going to play for them, so they don't want him practicing with them. It's, it's just it's a, it's a really bizarre situation. And if you remember, Bruce Marshall was on with us last week, and he broached the subject. He was at ACC Media Day, but he was talking about Oklahoma and Texas moving to the SEC. Well, how about this? Today, Oklahoma and Texas officially notified the Big 12 they will not be renewing their grants of media rights after the expiration of the deal that's in place in 2025. Now, I mean, I guess they could bolt, and but, you know, any the media stuff, the Big 12 would still have rights to a lot of that stuff. But clearly, they're not clowning around. They are not. Um, is, this, is this the beginning of the end? Or, or is there just going to be one super conference now? Nah. TV talks, money talks. I get it. How do how do the other conferences survive? That's a good is, question. Is, any, is anybody going to watch if this happens? Is anybody going to watch any other conference seriously than the SEC? Well, the NCAA now expanding the playoff thing. I think that is a home run. We talk, we've talked for years about, and I know it's nutty, but if you have, if you have four teams. Number five is always going to carp, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think the cool thing is how deep would you want to go that if they ever employed a March Madness mentality to college football, think about bowl season. Yes. You know, like the Independence Bowl, you know, could be whatever. Brigham Young Against Auburn. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, well wait a minute. The the Independence Bowl is pretty good. Correct. I've thought this for a while. All, all those secondary bowls now mean nothing. They mean nothing right now. No one cares. All right? So now, I, I don't know how far you can expand it, but I don't know if you go 16, maybe you go 32 teams. Now, every one of those bowl games means something. Now, now you've got 32 no, you'd have 16 bowls. You'd have 16 bowls in play at the very least if you had 32 teams. 32 might be. Is that it's cool. So it goes 16? Yeah. All right. So now- but, but no, I, your point's well taken because we used to kick the tires on this. And the Liberty Bowl, the Independence Bowl, you know, the Meineke Care Car Garage <laughs> Urinal Cake Bowl. <laughs> the Poulon Weed Eater Bowl. That was. I don't, you know. But. Dabo Swinney, and you got to take this with a grain of salt. He's with Clemson. Well, yeah, he does. He doesn't want to play more games. Correct. He knows he's just plopping into the Final Four. Correct. 
Right? Yeah, yeah. But no. the thing that would be really compelling about this is the Cincinnati's, the Boise State's, the MAC champion, maybe a really good Sunbelt champion. But the little guy would get his shot yep. when basically the big boys are like, I have nothing to gain by playing you. Right. So right. we can sit here till the cows come home and say, oh, yeah, that conference, or those guys are way better than those guys. I mean, odds are they are, but we'll never know. Well, again, it, it all comes down to the greenback dollar, right, Brian? So if the NCAA sees this, again, I don't know how far you can spread this out, but it, it seems like, you know, eight teams or uh, 16 teams. So you have. Uh, I think eight. they're going 12. They're talking about 12. All right. But, but, but you could go 16, and that, and, that, and that plays out, you know, to eight, to four, to two. Um, the NC2A sees money to be made here. Well, uh, right? Are you not making uh, more money? I feel like, okay, I'm, I'm poking at, at Dabo Swinney. But it, I understand. It's, no, no. It's the NCAA, and, you know, the things they say, you know there are agendas there. Oh, they play these extra games. I mean, the kids' classwork will <laughs> suffer. Come on. Right? No, they don't care. No, but that's what they say. Well, of course, so that, so that the public thinks that they're, uh, you know, have, have the the kids' best interest in heart. It's the same thing. The, the NFL doesn't care about players' injury situations. They really don't. This is, sadly, this is a meat market. These, these guys are cattle. And, and in, in college and in, and in pros, that's how they're, that's how they're treated. And, and I'm, I'm sorry, but that's the way it is. They get paid a lot to do it, too. By the way, Frank Reich, head coach of the Colts, had been vaccinated gets one of the breakthrough cases, says he feels fine, he's asymptomatic. But the vaccination thing, obviously, in the NFL is a potentially monstrous story. We've seen some coaches get released because they're not, they're not going to do it. Some players are chirping. How they're going to be treated differently than the guys who've been vaccinated is unbelievable they got to get tested every day they're sequestered from the team based to it so that this is a story that's got to have a lot of legs and we'll see how that all shakes out what do you think of college football i think the nfl the dollars that are at stake even the nfl had issues Last year, got through it. With what we're going through today and numbers coming back up, what are your prospects for the college football season in terms of, uh-oh, uh, here's a team. I mean, are we, are we trending back to a point where the weekly college football menu is – going to be nutty and then if a team misses a game are they then because of protocols I mean you miss one you're missing two we are trying to back Brian I don't think 
this year will be as bad as last year. I, I think we know better how to deal with this thing now. So there will be cases. There probably will be games postponed um, in college football. But I think this year will not be as bad as last year. I just, I just think we know how to deal with this a little bit better than we did last year. Well, we're seeing the impact in the Olympics. Right. I told you I'm watching everything. The two-man volleyball in the, in the sand. Yeah. The American guy, they played Italy. is a pretty good team. Literally, they showed up in Japan, and his partner got COVID. And he called a guy. Right. They never practiced. The, they won. Correct. They, I don't know if you watched that. I, I, I they actually played very well. I, I saw parts of it, yeah. But, I mean, that's, what that's what's going on over there. Right. Well, so, like I said, Rom got sent home. There was another golfer that got sent home. I'm not remembering his name now. Um, there, have, there have been a handful of people. who There, there was a, uh, a, a lady from the WNBA that got sent home uh, from the, uh, the oh, women's team. I know what I want to say. Have you been sampling the Olympics at all? Yeah, a little bit. Have you watched any of the three-on-three basketball? I, no, not really. I, I like it. I was flipping through. and I like. You know what? You ever heard of the Gus Macker tournament? It's like a yeah. I mean, it, it rotates around to different cities. When it first came out, I played in the Gus Macker tournament. Again, how long ago was that? You're, you're looking at me. And it was great fun. And it was it's very similar. It's a three-on-three. Mm-hmm. But I'm watching the, the American women that were really tested by, what are they called now? The Russia Olympic Committee, ROC. That's okay. what Russia is now. All right. Anyway, they won. But it's basically, it's like check the ball in. You go, 12-second shot clock. You get a rebound or after a made basket, you get it right back out and you go again. Two-point shot from behind the arc after seven fouls each. You go to the line to shoot two, which is big because each bucket's a point only. It's nonstop. Four players, they rotate, take a breather, and no coaches. And it's boom, 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 boom. If you get the 21, the game's over. But honestly, it's I, – I had no expectations. For it. I'm going, you, this, what is this? It's enjoyable. Okay, that makes sense. They're younger and, and more in shape. I watched some of that big three stuff. Those guys, again, all props to them. A lot of guys in their 40s who are in shape for 40, but they don't move like they used to. So it is, it's a lot slower. But I could see if you're younger and in shape that it would, you know, that there's a lot of action. Oh, no, the action's the word. That's a very apt description. I would just say I would – Recommend watching it because my first thing was like, "This is, are you kidding me?" <laughs> and I have I watched a couple of minutes and then I'm like, "Okay, what are the rules?" And I'm watching, it. and I've I've watched three or four of the women's three on three, and the, the men, believe me, you know the men are knocking down thirty footers and right. they're above the rim, but I mean it's not like they, there's no whistle. I mean if it's a foul, but for the most part it's go 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 go. And they are huffing and puffing. It's good stuff. It is insane nowadays, the men, how far behind the three-point line they are now. They, they are shooting on, with regularity and making a high percentage of 
shots like seven, eight feet behind the three-point line. As long as it's a clean look, right? But they're making them. I mean, you can't. That's what I mean, unbelievable. All right, we're stepping aside. Stevie has a lot of notes. Wow. Good homework on the injury front. Way to hear all this stuff. Little baseball for you. Oh, boy. All right. The injury report's coming up next. Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Dennis Bernstein joins us in hour number two. It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio and a Monday Series 204, the Sports Grid Radio Network. We do this 24 hours a day, every day. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. only ever been one thing in your life that's been there for you. It's meant memories, family, friends. And yeah, we'll say it. Fun. Welcome to your home for talking sports. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Hey, like a surgeon. No time to waste. Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Brian Blessing. Here comes Stevie Slapshot with all the injuries. In Major League Baseball, Brian, for the New York Mets, Jacob DeGrom, forearm. I botched that one. Oh, that's a botched job. That's bleeding. He felt good throwing off the mound yesterday. Hopefully a minor league rehab start is next and then back in the Mets rotation. That's the best case scenario. For the Boston Red Sox, Christian Arroyo, hamstring. And his teammate, Marwin Gonzalez, also hands I've got to rest before I fall apart. My joints are almost frozen. Both are on the 10-day IL, and they're going to be there for more than 10 days. Ox Cora said, in fact, about Gonzalez that he's only running at 60% right now. For the Atlanta Braves, Drew Smiley needs... Have you ever been dragged to the sidewalk? What can be until you pissed blood? Pulled from Saturday's start. The knee checked out fine yesterday. He's expected to start Thursday against the Mets. For the Los Angeles Angels, Mike Trout calf. Has been feeling something in there lately. <sighs> He's always hurt. He's going to see the doctor today. Oh, so good. For the Chicago White Sox, Aloy Jimenez Pectoral. <laughs> He's been on the IL all year. He's expected to be activated and in the starting lineup today against the Royals for the Cubs. Javier Baez, oh, lower body. Mommy, daddy button. Injured yesterday, questionable today versus Arizona. And finally, oh, we're back to the Red Sox. Chris Sale, elbow. Oh, son of a, that's going to leave a mark. Will make his fourth minor league start next Saturday. And then the next start, if that goes well, could be for the Sox. Stevie, lots of work on the proverbial injury front. Hour number one, Vegas Sportsbook Radio is in the cookie jar. Hour number two, one of our favorites, Dennis Bernstein, the fourthperiod.com. Going to recap a crazy weekend in the NHL and what's coming up in free agency. Coming back to Vegas in a moment. Don't you go anywhere. Ah! I hurt my thing. 